Blog Talk Radio. Yes, yes, you're. You are now listening to the sound of the shofar blowing. The shofar is a ram's horn that is blown to inspire the people to do their thing. And the shofar is blown to coordinate a queen or a king. And today the shofar is being blown to call us to let go and let goddess. This is Faux Show Holistic Health on Blog Talk Radio. And I'm your host, Shofar, from Faux Show Energy Work. And our guest today is Lady Shepsa. Uh, she is a writer, teacher, life coach. She's a mother. She's a juju woman who helps other women dive deep into their feminine and for healing and manifestation. And she's also the next guest on Faux Show Holistic Health. Let's bring her on now. Peace, sis. How you doing? Peace. I'm well. How are you doing? Doing very well. Doing, doing good. Thank you. You're over there, uh, I believe, in the East Coast. Uh, is it New York? Yeah, I'm in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Yeah, it's trying to stay cool, then. I know you had, you had posted about uh, having a, a back full of sweat. Yeah, it's been real, and I love the summertime, but just, like, you know, I think it's different when you have, like, easy access to, like, some water to dip into. Like, if I had, like, a little ocean, I could walk to a little river, that'd be cool. But, you know, when it's, like, 100-plus degrees and you're in a concrete jungle, it's a little, it's a little hard to deal with. Got it. No, no question. And you ain't trying to necessarily go jump in the waters at uh, Coney Island or nothing. I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I feel you. Okay. Well, that's what's up. Well, uh, what, you know, as the family know out there that's uh, tuning in right now and everything, we always like to, at the end of the show, we're going to leave some space for you to be able to leave, you know, uh, your website and your, your, your social, con- uh, social media contact information and then also let everybody out there, let the family know what you got going on. But for your backstory and all of that, we're going to put some links. But I'd like to just go ahead, since we only have 30 minutes, go ahead and jump right in this. So I uh, want to mm-hmm. ask you, um, first off, Lady Shepsa, uh, is mm-hmm. what exactly does it mean to let go and let goddess? Let's start there. Oh, great question. So uh, what that means for me and why I name my business after that is really just encouraging first myself because, you know, it's a lesson. What I share are things I had to learn to do myself, but to basically surrender to the feminine, um, to be able mm-hmm. to let go and surrender to the feminine within, the goddess within you, um, that is reflect that is a reflection of the divine feminine principle that runs through all creation um, and to be able to let go into that divine feminine energy so for me that's basically what it means got it got it so to surrender to the feminine because I know from your post and things like that uh, that's been a big part of your journey is learning how to to do that more yeah, absolutely. And it definitely is a it's a daily thing. <laughs> it's um, you know, we I always believe healing comes in layers like an onion. So there's I don't know if we ever we ever get to a point where we have quote unquote arrived and you know, maybe we do we just transition out of the plane, but you know, I, I think there's always layers to healing, to evolution, to realization. So 
yeah, for me, definitely has been about, you know, learning to surrender, learning to trust the feminine, the the process, um, and sometimes to surrender. Sometimes you don't know, you know, what's going on or how something's going to turn out, but to just trust that everything is working toward your highest good, no matter what it may look like right now. That's a big word that you said right there is that trust one. Um because I know that there's a lot of things in society, both our own programming and then societal, ancestral, uh, that causes mm-hmm. us not to really trust ourselves. Uh, so can you go a little mm-hmm. bit deeper into that? How are some of the ways that we can get in contact with, uh, you know, trusting ourselves more? Um, well, that would be getting into the feminine. I mean, because the feminine is about that. I would say the masculine would represent more so kind of like logic and reasoning and needing to know, you know, everything, needing to, to connect all the dots. And the feminine would be more so about relaxing into the mystery and to realize that, you know, there is a, um, a higher plan, a higher thread that's connecting everything. And to be able to surrender to that higher knowledge, to that, you know, you, whether you call it your higher self, the universe, mother, father, God, you know, what you want to call it, your ancestors, however, you know, it works out for you or all of the above. But to be able to trust um, in the, the divine mystery, you know, um, and for me, that requires getting still and getting out of my head. Um, because, you know, we live in a very Western culture and it prides um, the intellect and logic and reasoning over intuition, over spirit, over the the feminine energy. And not that anything is wrong with reason or logic or intellect. Those are faculties that we obviously have for a reason. But when we solely, um, you know, depend upon that, we limit ourselves. You know, um, so we want to be able to get, to really go deeper, uh, you know, into spirit. And for me, um, that requires getting still, cutting off, you know, the intellect, the head, and be able to get into the stillness of spirit so that I can receive the messages, the downloads, the visions, or just get quiet and relax. (laughs) And just allow it to come as opposed to trying to force something into being. That totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. I mean, like you said, getting still, which I know in a society that has many of us working 40-plus hours, that's like a regular thing. Mm -hmm. That's not even including travel time. Like I said, I -hmm. always laugh like when we talk about we work 40 hours. I'm like, yeah, but what about the getting ready time, the travel time? Yes, exactly. Uh, Then you got to come home and unwind, and if you got kids, take care of kids and all of that, yeah. Right. It 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 really has us uh, stretched to the edge there. And so to surrender mm-hmm. to the mystery, though, I love that because we do live in a society, and like you said, there's nothing wrong with it. As a matter of fact, I just came back from uh, Santa Clara, um, and there was a big conference there, uh, actually San Jose, and uh, they, you know, it was beautiful. It was kind of like a mixture of science and spirituality, um, mm-hmm. but it was a little bit more focused on the science, and it was very interesting just to hear how science like, for instance, one of the last talks that I remember was the science of what they call grounding, like you mm. know, putting your feet on the ground and everything. And I'm like, that's beautiful that we're finding the science to, to, to prove. But, I mean, how, how many indigenous people around the world? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. 
and they don't have anything to measure it. They just go by their own feelings, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Right, right, exactly, exactly. But, you know. One of the things that I want to speak on to that I feel like actually helps us to maybe bridge things is, uh, you know, sexuality. So one of the things you said on your Instagram was when we are well-fed sexually, everything in our life flourishes. Can you explain a little mm-hmm. bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So first of all, understanding what sexual energy is, it's life force. Um, it is the it is the actual energy of creation. Like there would be no human beings if there was no sex. <laughs> you know, we have to have sex dysfunctionally to to live, to be, to you know, as a human race to 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 populate the earth. We need sex. So, you know, aside from just that physical function, it is, think about how powerful it is, like the energy that it takes to create a human being to, you know, it's really a miracle that, you know, science <laughs> actually does not understand, you know, what <laughs> causes that spark of, you know, life to happen in a woman's womb. You know, so that sexual energy, it is the life force energy that, brings human beings together to procreate, but it's also the energy that is flowing through nature. You know, right now in New York, you know, I guess in the States in general, you know, it's summertime, so it's like it's really hot. And right now here it's raining. You know, everything is very fertile and ripe, and, you know, like that is sexual energy. Um, The Taoists believe that our sexual energy actually keeps us young um, and rejuvenated. So in the same way that... If it rains, you know, like it's raining now, uh, that rain is going to cause the garden, the flowers, you know, the trees, whatever, to grow and to flourish and to prosper and to become ripe. And the same thing happens when we water ourselves with our sexual energy because it is life force. We, too, you know, flourish and become prosperous and, you know, unhealthy. Um, So it's, it's very important beyond, of course, the sexual pleasure part is, highly important, but it is also, you know, a way to nourish ourselves and to keep us young and healthy. If you think about, if you know, any kind of, like, elderly people that are kind of, like, fresh, you know, and, like, sexy, you know, they have a lot of beautiful <laughs> energy, you know, but the people That's who are, true. like, asexual and mean, they all dried up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, so that sexual energy will keep you young, you know, will keep you youthful, will keep you vital if you have an understanding um, of how to cultivate it and a healthy connection with it. Amen. Family, go back, listen to that, uh, keep them juices flowing <laughs> for sure. Uh, you know, uh, no, it, it is true. I, I do see that in general. That That is a very uh, true thing that you said there is that there are, you know, when we're out of tune with that or whatever, uh, it does tend to to cause us to to dry up some or to to be more uh, just frustrated and everything. One of the things I like mm-hmm. that you said there too is to nourish and water yourself. And you say on your Instagram mm-hmm. page that your yoni, your juiciness, your uh, orgasm are for you first. So I think some mm-hmm. women out there maybe need to hear that a little bit and have you go into that a little bit. Could you expound on that a little bit? Yes. Um, so. Growing up in a society, you know, which is very patriarchal, you know, male-dominated, when you are a young girl, you're never taught that you should enjoy sex. Like, it's never like, oh, here's sex. This is something that you should enjoy first. And, 
you should self-pleasure and masturbate and that your sexual energy is for you. No, you're taught that, oh, your sex, sexual energy, you're, you know, for the man, you know, for the man's pleasure. You know, if you look at porn, porn, uh, most porn is very, it's from the gaze of the male. It's centered upon the male's pleasure. You know, you see the male ejaculating all over the place, <laughs> but you rarely see the woman who's actually having an authentic orgasm, you know. Um, it's very much so about, uh, you right. know, this female object that is there for the man's pleasure and to make him feel, you know, like a stud or whatever. Um, huh. So for a lot of women, you know, we grow up with the idea that, you know, oh, like my sex is for a man, you know, to make him happy, to please him, to keep him, you know, like this foolish concept that, that sex will keep a man and it will not. Um, you know, so we are not fed in growing up with a healthy connection to our own sexual energy for our own pleasure first. It's always attached and associated with a male, with a partner, so that they can enjoy themselves, but never for our own, you know, healthy expression of our own sexual desire and orgasmic nature. Totally makes a lot of sense to me. And I, I want to point out to the family that you just touched on uh, to just even highlight that more is like always just necessarily said outright, uh, you know, outrightly. Uh, this is something sometimes that can be more insidious. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that, the, that the, the young woman, the young lady, uh, the young girl picks up on sub or superconsciously. Uh, subconsciously mm-hmm. is like, She's constantly being told uh, that she doesn't count, but it'd be sexually in other mm-hmm. ways. And so mm-hmm. it may not be someone just blatantly saying it to her, although that happens sometimes mm-hmm. too, but this is something mm-hmm. very important because that, that, that means that she's now programmed in a way that she may not even be able to put her finger on where it started mm-hmm. and why she's the way she is. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, good point. It's definitely um, programming, definitely subconscious. If you look at the images in popular culture and the messages in the music, and, you know, um, it's very much so um, female body is like a sexual object to be conquered and to be controlled. <laughs> and sometimes right. it falls away, you know, when they're done. And like your sexual your sexuality is important because that's what can bring a man to you, so that can help magnetize a man to you, you know, which would bring you maybe financial benefits or whatever. But um, in terms of actually just enjoying your own sexual energy for yourself, and also enjoying that you also too should enjoy sex, and you know your pleasure should be the center of that experience, and not just as an object to be manipulated or, you know, just for somebody else. Makes a lot of sense. Wow. Definitely. If uh, if the family, if you're listening out there, if you're taking what she's saying, really you can meditate on it or go, you know, really just ponder on what it is that she's saying, but it can definitely uh, be something that can lead to healing even, just accepting and feeling those words in, inside yourself and your body and everything. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, opening the heart because I know for, especially for the feminine, for those ladies out there who are finding themselves, it's like, okay, that's all well and good. You know, that sounds very good, but how do I find my way back? 
And so mm-hmm. uh, one, one of the biggest blocks to intimacy, and this is, you know, again, got this off of your Instagram, is one of the biggest blocks to, inst- uh, to, to, intimacy, to, to intimacy is in not having an open heart. And then you also went into mm-hmm. about the, the breast and the, 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 the positive or young um, center for women. Can you, to your, can you explain that to the family a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So um, in Taoism, I'm in, in Tantra as well, the heart center is considered to be the active center within women or yang center, as you said, right? Um, that's where women give from. If you think about, you know, the breasts are also considered to be the wings of the heart in Taoism. So the breasts are a direct extension of the heart. So if you look at the breasts, what do they do? They hang outside of our body. They're external. So they're more um, young. They're more active, right? So the yoni, right. the vagina, is more internal, right? We can't really see. we got to, like, get near us. <laughs> we want to see what's going on down there. You know, there's much more of a, of a mystery, you know? So that would be the more yin, you know, aspect of our feminine energy. Um, so within Tantra, within Taoism, is believed that in order to awaken the yoni, then you first need to awaken the, the breast heart center, um, get the energy flowing there first. So for many women, we kind of experience this already. You know, if you enjoy having your breast massage or having your lover suck your nipples, then, you know, men will probably, you know, notice this as well. It gets the juices of the yoni flowing because that breast center is the active center to wake up this sexual energy within the yoni. Um, in the same way that when a woman is breastfeeding, you know, the hormones uh, are emitted from that act and it causes the uterus to contract to back to normal size. So, you know, there's this physiological connection um, to the heart, breast, and to the womb as well. Um, so for many women... Uh, we've we've experienced, which most of us have, uh, we experience heartbreak or some type of trauma. That energy can become stuck in the heart center and then flow down to the womb. Um, and this is part of my own experimental, uh, my own experience, and you know, studying this, but also experiencing it myself. Um, so, you know, I believe that if we don't heal a lot of the issues of the heart trauma, heartbreak, things like that, then that blocked energy can actually flow down to the womb and can create disease um, such as painful menses, fibroids, endometriosis, you know, things like that. Also, of course, we also have direct womb trauma, you know, as well. Um, so a beautiful way to help to, you know, heal that is to connect to the breast, is connect to the heart center to help to, you know, bring balance to that energy field so that then the womb can then feel safe and comfortable enough to open Um, because a lot of us, you know, that energy in the womb is very cold and very contracted. Um, And if you have a cold womb, according to Dallas beliefs, you're going to experience menstrual cramps, and you're going to experience infertility um, because the womb needs to be warm. You know, not too hot, not too cold, but, you know, warm. Just as a man's testicles should be cool. As a man's testicles are, you know, too warm, that's why they're outside of their body, then the man's going to have trouble, um, you know, doing his part and making a baby. So 
um, it's a balance, you know. Um, so the man is actually the opposite. He is active, and his yang center is his penis. So the woman receives his yang energy through her yin portal, her womb, her yoni, and his yin center is his heart. So he receives the love and energy of a woman through her heart center to his heart center that helps to awaken that energy of love within a man that he needs for his own balance. Science, family. Science. You know, like that that's one of the things that I wanna point out. Like we like I was talking earlier about that conference and everything, but these are some ancient sciences. Um, that mm-hmm. uh, the sis is breaking down for us here, and I love what she said in that. What you just said in that last part about how the the active nature of the heart center can awaken and stir something in the man, and I, I would postulate that here on this planet, that, that there's not a you know the, the the state of the world to me is evidence enough that not a lot of men are being stimulated in that way. Um, it's not that mm. it's not that the women aren't giving out that energy. I've always mm. seen that energy coming from women quite a bit. I think, unfortunately, because of lack of rites of passage and from men mm. uh, us just not knowing that there's not a lot mm-hmm. of men who actually know how to be in a place to actually receive that energy. Yes, yes. It's very scary for a man. Yes. It can be, yeah. That heart center, because it's a, that is his receptive center. It is his vulnerability. One of my teachers said, um, you know, be as careful with a man's heart as you would want somebody to be with your yoni. You know, it's very similar um, because mm. it can be very scary for a man to enter that heart. Because in this Western society, you know, we're taught that that things that are feminine are weak. So emotions are weak. You know, women are quote-unquote, weaker sex. So for a man to have this open heart feels like a weakness. <laughs> and it's like, I can't, you know, if you right. ever met a man or, you know, when men, when men experience heartbreak, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, whoa, like how dare she do this to me? You know, like I've had women experience too, but women, I feel like a woman will process a heartbreak much faster because we, our emotions just bubble up within us and we kind of process it. We move through it very quickly. But a man will suppress his emotions because he's, taught to, he's not taught to really be in touch with them. He's ruled more by his head. So it's a little bit scary to enter that emotional place. So, you know, you'll find men who uh, have a really hard time healing from heartbreak and will have, be very resentful of a, one woman who, you know, broke his heart or violated his trust and it will be very hard for him to open and to trust again. Oh, yeah. I just was in the gym last night, and one of the songs that was playing, like, and uh, that was playing or whatever, something, the lyrics went something to the effect where the guy was saying that the reason why he is the way now, you know, sleeping around and basically um, being with one of the masters I've learned from, he, he calls it a demon lover, basically, is because mm-hmm. he got his heart broke. And yeah, yeah, and that was the hook of the song. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> it's like, man, mm. kind of." So it's we know these things, but we don't. How do we come back from? Them? So I, I love that. That's mm-hmm. the work that you're doing is to help people come back to it. Mm. Yes, that's the goal. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. 
Well, you know what? Uh, time always kind of flies by pretty quickly, and we're already at the five-minute mark. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm – oh, one other thing I do have to say real quick, though. Like, again, family, go back and listen because, like, where you were talking about the heart and then how the energy can go down to the womb, you know, maybe cause fibroids or, you know, uh, these other things that go on in the womb space, uh, painful menses. I want to point out to the family out there, this sister hasn't, you know, have had a pain – painful menses in what I think you said five years yeah and even like overall collectively probably like longer than that because that was like a heartbreak you know that's how that's how I learned that heartbreak oh wow can cause wound trauma because it was the heartbreak and I had a very painful cycle but prior to that probably had been a couple years since I had any type of um, painful menses so yes my menstrual cycle is Nice and easy. <laughs> love it. Love it. Well, cool. Well, what yeah. I want to do for you now is, is allow you to have the space to tell the family about any events, workshops, uh, any endeavors you got coming up, um, and then, you know, how they can get in contact with you. And then also one last gem or whatever's on your heart to just leave the family to ponder on. Absolutely. Thank you. So, um, Lady Shepza, you can find me at let's go let goddess dot com. So it's pretty much let go let 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 go let goddess. All my social media for Instagram, let go let goddess, Facebook, let go let goddess. Um and if you sign up for my newsletter at my website at let go let goddess dot com, you'll get the latest updates going that I have going on, my blogs, my classes. I actually have a program that's beginning July 31st on the new room for women called Central Goddess Boot Camp, and this will take you into a deep dive for 30 days into your feminine energy and your sensual and sexual energy. Um, so you can go to my Instagram, Let Go Let Goddess, and there's a link in my bio. You can click that link to find out more about Central Goddess Boot Camp. Sign up. Um, it's an amazing program. It's my most popular program. I've literally had, you know, well over 100 women who have done this program and have seen great results. So if you want to open your heart, feel your womb, hear your yoni, but also open up to more pleasure, deeper, more powerful and healing orgasms, then Central Goddess Boot Camp is for you. Wow. And anything you want to last little thing uh, that you want to leave the family with, a uh, little piece of wisdom? Uh, yeah, um, I guess that, you know, that being in touch with your heart, you know, for men and for women is, is very valuable because you have a lot of people kind of just focus on the pleasure side, which is medicine, you know, pleasure is medicine, you know, however we want to taste our orgasm and our pleasure, not just some, not just how to locate in our genitals, but expanding throughout our entire body. And if the energy can't move past the heart, then you won't be able to experience a full body orgasm. So having that open heart, you know, is like a, a doorway that can take you into deeper pleasure and also higher states of consciousness. So um, let's all heal our heart and open to more pleasure and joy. I say, I, I hope, amen. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. All right. Well, definitely, sister, again, uh, family, you're listening to Lady Shepsa, and I appreciate yeah. you coming on. Thank you for taking Thank the time. Thank you for having and, me. And, I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh, it's an honor. It's an honor. Always, 
always honored to have someone of your of your ilk of your abilities and stuff uh, online and explaining to and this you know in this times uh, especially much needed so definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All right, no doubt. And again, family, this is uh, Faux Show Holistic Health on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm your host, Shofar, from Faux Show Energy Work. And uh, thank you all for checking in, too. Uh, we love each and every one of y'all. Keep an open heart and keep shining, keep climbing. <laughs>